with expectations set as high as their first kiss. Uh, we knew we were going to enjoy it, but Kaguya-sama Love is War, the first kiss that never ends, actually transcended its quirky tone and began uh, to become a true introspection as to what love is and how to handle it like an adult in a realistic manner, which I wasn't expecting from how the show is. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and spare any time and just get right into talking about that, I suppose. To the I Married a Wee podcast, it's your favorite anime podcast that instead of doing a lovely candlelit dinner, uh, me and the wife here actually chose to go sit in a dark theater uh, with, with one of our best friends, Michael. A great segue into the fact that we've got a guest today, Michael, our dear friend, and we'll get a little bit into that. But first, I, are you new here? Well, thank heavens for joining us on your first episode uh, with this movie. I'm Tom, who was once the weeb of the family, but then I married this girl, inducted her into the cartoons, and now she's a bit more of a weeb sometimes. It really depends. If it's Inuyasha, she's definitely the weeb. Uh, <laughs> long story long, who are you? I'm Danielle. Oh, we like her. We like her a lot, actually. She's the favorite host, as seen from a recent survey put out uh, where she was the only option. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, do you got an Instagram? You should follow us on there. I married a wee pod on Instagram. Just do it. That's all I got to tell you. I'm not going to give you a reason. Just hive mind it and follow us. On there, you can also find a link tree that'll get you to our Discord. Also in the description of this episode should be that same link. Pop in there, make some new friends, talk anime, roll for waifus, and... Maybe even get a little addicted to rolling white foes. Yeah, it's become a problem for it's me. A, it's a bit of a problem. I would get upset with Tom like, yo, you're on your phone a lot once we introduce the rolling. And now he catches me on my phone more than I catch him on his phone. It's, but <laughs> It's appalling. It's appalling. Once you get that taste of sweet, sweet victory when you roll like a 600 plus character. You I know. know. It's a high that you never want to get down from. I mean, I'm riding that high right now. I just rolled Jabril from No Game, No Life before we... That's how addicted we are. We actually had to get the roll out of the way before <laughs> starting today's recording. Um, but anyways, we're getting we're getting uh, besides the point, which is actually kind of the name of the game with this podcast. But uh, are, are you not new here? Well, thank heavens you're back. We were waiting for you. Uh, took you long enough. But thanks for joining us anyways. Now... Back to the guest, uh, I'd like to introduce to anyone who doesn't know him, uh, my, my dear great friend, uh, Michael, who decided to join us on Valentine's Day uh, watching this lovely movie. Michael, how are you? Doing well. Doing well, sounding good on that new microphone. Very happy with that purchase. And the guys at Guitar Center, it's so funny, that used to be like the spot to go, now it's like... It's kind of like a Best Buy. You walk into a guitar center. It's just a sad vibe. Oh, is it really? <laughs> it's a pretty sad vibe. There's about two employees in the entire building. One of them's fixing guitars, and then the other guy is behind the register, and then you are just walking around free to basically do whatever you want, I guess. Uh, but guitar guy, heaven rest his heart, was so helpful <laughs> today. Heaven rest his heart? Yeah. It sound like he died. <laughs> um, heaven bless his heart, maybe. <laughs> 
He needs some, okay, he needs some rust because he's the only one working well, uh, yeah, on the guitars. Running around, running the whole shop. Exactly. Well, and I turn the corner, I'm like, hey, uh, can I can I ask you a question about microphones? He goes, well, I'm the guitar guy, but I should be able to do that. I was like, <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so the three microphone setup seems to be going pretty well so far, even though Michael's only said about two words because we keep talking, but uh absolutely joyous occasion very happy to be doing this and uh any any anime news either of you that we can share normally we like to do that but i actually no hold on a second we can't do anime news no we can't we're recording this very much in advance this is the weekend after uh the kaguya movie hit theaters on february 14th and 15th we went and saw it and then just so it'd be somewhat fresh in our brain we'll see how that goes uh, we decided to record it now, and then we're going to pocket pick it until more people have seen it. Yeah, we would like to put it out now, but that I know especially. Schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having a schedule, actually. Yeah, you got to go month by month now. Yeah. I mean, I would gladly do a bonus episode, but a lot of people in our Discord said they were not able to see it. I know. So unfortunate. Yeah. So nice to. Do it when everyone can watch it. Then you're not tempted to listen to spoilers or anything. True that, which there's going to be plenty of that. Yeah. Uh, great. Okay, well, cool. Then, you know what? Let's just kind of get right into vibing with it, I guess. The overall premise of this one, which is kind of tough to do because you have to watch, I mean, three seasons of a show to then be caught up for a movie, which is 100% predicated on what happened in the third season. So... Yeah, this is not an entry grade movie. You can't just go watching this standalone. It's just a part of the uh, ever changing story. So, spoilers inbound because I'm not going to be able to give you the premise because you already know the premise, and that's that. And a bag of chips as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Spoiler time. Spoiler time. First off, I just want to say this is the first thing that I, and I would assume you would agree, that I'm rating a 10. This was a masterpiece. Oh. This is not a nine, this is a 10. Uh, see, mm, the Sean White 10 out of 10 on the in the Winter Olympics I know, thing, I can't give it a 10, but no, it was a damn good movie. And I know that we've had this discussion before where I yeah. hate when people say this is this movie or this show is a masterpiece because then you have nowhere to go. Up. No, this is the benchmark now this for is, rom-com. This is it. This is the creme de la creme. This is your, this is everything. I will agree. I think that this movie showed us. That they've still got it. After three seasons of being the king of this genre, king and queen, sorry, ladies. <laughs> uh, this, it, it blew my expectations out of the water. I don't know what I was expecting, but you as a super fan. Well, and I was going to say we never gave Michael a proper intro for people to know. Yeah, let's give him, give him a really good intro right now on the spot. <laughs> I don't know what kind of intro I need, though. Well, just so people know who you are, Michael, as Tom said, which I'm a little offended because he said, my dear friend. He's also my dear friend, our dear friend. No, when I text him, I put dearest Michael. I don't think you do that. <laughs> but um, he's our very good friend. I would I like to say that we have inducted you into the weebdom. Oh, Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, so he came into our life and we were like, hey, what is the first, what is the first anime we had to watch? I think it was Takagi. No, I no. it was Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. So oh. you, you started me off on a, on a banger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as you do. HXH, 
And then and from the there, Kiger. we had gotten close enough to where he told me, oh, I know I kind of like dig romance and stuff. I was like, romance? How's about with real cute children? <laughs> and then he looked at me very strangely. No, but I still remember that. Like we were, I don't know, 20 episodes deep into Hunter Hunter. And then you're like, hey, I think we're close enough. Like I, I'm hesitant to re- recommend this to anyone else, but I think you're on the same wavelength as me here try this show out. I'm like, okay, sure. I don't know what to expect. And that was it. it that was it. And then the Rio Takahashi addiction started. Yes. <laughs> that actually kicked off. Little did I know. But thanks to recommending to Kagi, after I finished it, I was looking for shows similar to it. And that's how I found Kaguya sama And that's why we're here now. Bingo. Bingo. And I think you let us know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the friendship works both ways now. It is because then Kaguya then led to the discovery of Weish Wars, the card game. Oh, right. Yeah. Kaguya's eccentric to this friendship. It it truly is. And um, it just goes to show even the smallest little things in your life will lead you somewhere. Now, I am slightly offended, though, because, you know, the other day Tom's like, oh, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, just hanging out. Tom's like, listen, there's a show called Blue Lock. And you're like, nah. And I'm like, no, come on. (laughs) It's not that I'm not. There's a lot to watch right now. And I don't know how to prioritize right now. That's why I'm just struggling. (laughs) Like everyone's telling me all these different things. I've got this list going on. I can't devote enough time to that and then add more shows. (laughs) Sure. I, well, the thing is, is I mean, like, if you can convince me to cut out some of the other shows, then sure. Why not? I can but. watch blue lock. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. No. Cause I had said, I was like, uh, you just watching anime tonight. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I was like, well, you should check out. It was so just it was one very nicely done. I was like, just watch one blue lock. And you're like, nah, <laughs> didn't True, even give it a thought that day. But yeah. Didn't even give it a thought. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a very good intro for Michael. Thank you, Danielle. Oh yeah, just a little bit of background. He's been on a few other episodes. Yes, probably yeah. another. Kag- we've done yes. Kaguya a couple times, so yep. probably one of those. I yeah, think Kaguya season three, part two. He was on. Okay, and yeah. Takagi. I know he's been on like at least the two t- or three times. He wasn't on the Takagi movie though. No, no, I wasn't. No, that's okay. You would have held us back. <laughs> I needed to go in on that stupid cat. I'm okay with not being on that one because I heard some uh, some comments I didn't oh. necessarily necessarily like. Yeah, yeah, Michael texts Tom once he listens to an episode and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> it's generally about six months later, but, uh, you know, he gets there. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, obviously, if you've been a listener of the podcast, <laughs> we mentioned you every episode probably. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so anywho. Uh, it was one hell of a drive to this theater, but definitely worth it, as we're obviously insinuating, and I don't want to overhype this movie, but I think if you're joining us for this podcast, you searched it or have watched it or whatever, and you're pretty much in the know with it, which is great. Uh, just stellar. One thing that did bother me, and this because uh, we had just seen Sword Art Progressive. Yes. And... We showed up to that like just on time, and I'm like, shit, we gotta get in there. Da-da. You know, 25 minutes of preview. So I'm like, what anime movies? They generally don't do that. I'm like, that's weird. So then Kagi is coming. I'm like, oh, well, I ain't gotta worry. Let's, yeah, let's just mosey in at some point. We uh, went to the bathroom. There had before. to have been a quarter of a fucking trailer because that thing was ripping by the time we got in. We had to run to we our seat. We were only seat. like two minutes late. Tops. Yeah. 
they they were playing. Thank God it was must have been like a recap of season three or maybe mm-hmm. throughout the whole one. I don't know, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, the movie started, but it was Oof. a recap of some sort. Uh, yeah, like I know you were saying, like that's your concern. But the last four movies that we've gone to watch, 20, 30 minutes of commercials, I was like, ah, screw it, whatever. I'll just show up when when we get there. And that is the one glorious thing about pre-selecting your seats beforehand. Oh my you god, you don't have to worry about random i love that we can just lock those in yeah beforehand before the pre-locked seats you know it was so annoying to do at the midnight releases make if you people were, move in yes in be that guy who has to go to the front hey everybody did um, people actually listen no never which was really because then you'd go in there again and go okay seriously you gotta move because you like i'm assuming you have people that well, have, yeah, because it's, you know, one seat there, one seat there. One seat. So we're like, just move to the middle. Still sit by who you're sitting. Just, just scoot, over. scoot in, dude. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you're going to get what you got to get. But you definitely miss working at the theater, don't you? Love it. <laughs> it, it, no, it's like the movie Adventureland with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Mm. Is that the guy from Social Network or I whatever? so. I don't know. I always get him and the guy from... Zombieland mixed up. I know they do not look anything alike. No, that is, is that it the not same? him. Then who am I thinking of? I can't remember. I think it's the same person. Oh. From Social Network and no, that? Social Network is different than the Zombieland one. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Give that a Google. Okay. Uh, but while you're googling it, I gotta say the. Uh, what was the point of me saying, oh, working at a theater was like that, or anyways, but uh, what I wanted to definitely get down to, and Danielle's going to be on the sidebar of this uh, conversation, because I know it's more of a me and Michael thing here, <laughs> intro song was still good, our, our, our main dude still got it, intro oh, yeah. song was good and well enough, I actually enjoyed it. You don't like Mr. Intro Guy? No, it's, um, he's fine, it's the Mob Psycho Guy, I'm not. Or is it the same one? No, I, I listened to the Kaguya and you said oh. you don't like any of the intro songs. Oh, well, I mean, I rem- they're not my favorite, but they're catchy. I know there was one episode that you two did and you were talking about the intros and you're like, yeah, eh. Yeah, you I mean, I'm not going to. I texted Tom saying, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not going to cue th- it up on I Spotify to listen to. If I remember to. correctly, you're, the only one that you actually kind of like is the first season Everyone else is like, it's literally in the same order, one, two, and three for you. And I'm like, no, season three was a banger. I would listen to it on its own all the time. And you're okay. like, oh, ew, no. I mean, Tom already knows I have a weird taste in music. I like country. I like, <laughs> I like country. I like songs that basically have the same lyrics, the whole, only five different words in the That's whole it. song. Boys that sound like girls. And, um, <laughs> Yeah. The problem is he's, t- he's too much of a... Uh, His voice is too deep for you. He's too suave. Okay, it is Jesse Eisenberg. Maybe the kid... Hold on. Let me do some more research because now it's going to... Uh, I don't even know who that is. I only watch cartoons. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> who know? are these live? What are these things called? Movies? Yeah, With I don't know. In it? Weird. Uh, yeah. Damn. I'm just going to abandon ship. Who cares? Please do. You're killing me. What do you? Hmm. I don't know who I'm thinking of. No one does. That's the, pro- <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> if you don't, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what shocked you most about this movie, both of you? 
just how good it was. I mean, I, I don't want to just sit here circling it, but. Hmm. I don't know about shock, but I did like the reappearance of Ice Kaguya. Mm. I was not expecting that because we've seen her only at the beginning, like season one, and a little bit to like backstory. So I thought that was her past persona. Yeah. And then she became that happier, bubblier girl, even for her background, like that's kind of odd, but I was not expecting for Ice to come back. And I really love that vibe. So yeah. I was really happy to see it. Um, I would <laughs> concur with that. Okay. I, I would say it like shocked me in like a bad way. Like when they're doing the jury, yeah. like with all the different personas and then Ice Kaguya took over and I'm like, oh shit. Like that was the feeling that I got when I was watching the trailer, like something's going to happen and it's not going to be enjoyable and it's going to be partially like heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you don't want to see steps backward in a relationship. Obviously. Exactly. So I think that part. And then also when, um, when Miyuki felt like he couldn't take his mask off to be his true self. Yeah. Like that was, a, that was really sad to me. It was just such a weird uh, handling of each character. This is such a one-off in the way of like just how they were treated the entire three seasons. And then this is just a curveball. The mask thing that they used as a theme throughout, which was of course super, you know, it's on the nose, but it's it's very real that like it's that lame thing you hear whenever someone's you you can't be in a good relationship until you, you know, like yourself or whatever. Well, that's kind of the theme of this one. Uh because each of them has the shroud of a mask that is causing just chaos. Like Kaguya, even though she goes ice Kaguya, is still very much it's, it's she's just basically hedgehogging it right there because she's like, well, defense mechanism activate because she's still even while being icy is still obviously in love with him, which is der. But, you know, uh, she we, knows what she's what she wants and what she's looking for. It's just hard for her to express it in a yeah. normal way. We, we've said it a billion times on the podcast. This is just another textbook example of dudes not being able to pick up signals. Well, I don't think <laughs> Kaguya, I don't think sometimes a woman needs to lead the relationship. No offense, Tom. Whoa, what the um, hell does that mean? You know, Wait. I think I, I, I did some things in our relationship to push us along a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't think she gives herself enough grace. Like I can understand like, okay, she initiated the first kiss in season three by going in for it and how she wants it reciprocated him to do it every woman wants that but i i she does the classic woman thing which all women do okay (laughs) where you're expecting your man to read your mind oh Oh, my hands are so cold oh and it's like okay like well maybe like nudge his hand a little bit but uh, excuse me that's uh, i will agree with what you're saying but that was so on the nose oh my hands are so freezing and she's waving it on her side come on yeah I mean, I'm not cutting him complete slack. Like he, sure. he also was being a little dumb, dumb, but I think they the each, a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, they're each of them kind of expecting someone, the other person to read their mind. Yeah. Very, very sad. Cause like we've seen that he's more of a normal dude, uh, the president 
this was even more so crazy to see that like as successful as he is, that he also has such like inward facing uh, problems, how he like doesn't, because his whole thing in this movie was just the fact that um, he'd work hard, but what, what was his whole shtick? Why am I blanking? So that's, I could not, I felt like they rushed through what his problem was. Yeah. No, his was just wanting to go ahead. I mean, so I can't remember if they touched on it in the previous seasons, but then in the movie they brought up his mom and like how she was really pushing him to get into all these schools mm-hmm. and he would be taking all these interest. You, you see him as a super smart kid now, but back in elementary school, he's taking all these entrance exams, doing this, doing that and failing every time. And we see that the mom walked away. I don't know if that's the only reason why, but eventually the mom left the family. And especially at that age, he probably doesn't even know why she did. He might be thinking, oh, she left because of my grades or because of this or like internalizing it to himself. And I, so it seems like he's got all that trauma of not being good enough. He's never, he's never good enough. That's why he's too scared to showcase his true self, especially to, someone as from a, a family so accomplished like Kaguya, like how can he, I mean, this is all the way back in season one. How can him as a commoner compete with this high level family who was like literally running Japan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, no, that was a much better, I was just stumbling. So that was much better. Yes, that's exactly it. And going back to why the mom may have left. Yeah. We've met his dad several times throughout the seasons. <laughs> I would have, that guy's a psychopath, but we, that kind of makes a little bit more sense now, but, uh, yeah. And, and I think that was what was so crazy is like, I, the feeling at the end of season three was, oh my God, this flourishing relationship. We're set. Now we get to see the lovey dovey stuff. And then the movie hits you with a complete step backwards. And you're like, wait a second, what's happening right now? Uh, but I liked every moment of it. That's I think that helped sure. add depth to the relationship. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the corny thing of like, you can't really be in a proper relationship unless you express yourself and you're truly honest with each other, just showcasing how hard it was for them. Like, I mean, so much so that it's on the nose that at the end, like they basically had a full on disclaimer talk about how it's like, uh, you know, uh, love is gray. They even said a blessing. It's a blessing to love someone so much that your brain turns to mush. Um, that we must love this podcast so much then because my brain is constantly mush whenever we're talking on here. But, um, uh, no, the sweeter thing would have been to say is because I'm always doing the podcast with you, but that I, I missed my brownie point. Uh, uh, we'll get them next time. We'll get them next time. It's a thought that counts. It was in there somewhere. Uh, but like then pivoting from that to like, you know, love is brutal it's problems expect it to not be easy it's very tough and they're like they were just slamming that into the viewer it's like okay okay all right shit uh but it's a good message i mean obviously and i think if a and we'd kind of just discussed this on the one episode about how anime is always portraying like oh first love's actually being successful um a lot of times i won't say all the time but uh this was nice because it is more of like a realistic take on it of yeah, I guess if you are going to be a high school sweetheart that makes it, you need to go through this weird, awkward stage that both of them are going through. And even more hard is to like also have to then make your life choices based on another person, which is tough because especially at that stage, you kind of just got to do your own thing. Mm. 
And the question is, I mean, that wasn't even really brought up at all in the movie of what's going on with president and going to the U.S. And is she going with or, or what? Really. No. They, they touched on it, but it wasn't fleshed out. So I'm assuming if there is a season four, that's where that would take place. Yes. Kagi-sama love is war. Uh Chicago style. Oh God, please no. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget what school he got into. Was it Yale? Uh, Yale or Harvard? It it's probably East Coast, so no, no Chicago. Regardless, thank heavens. You want to be on the East Coast? It's much prettier anyway. Yeah, but then like the water's all dirty. Oh, not um, dirty, but like once you go, because we used to family trip to Myrtle Beach, and it's like loved going to Myrtle Beach. It's great. Well. Some years it was. Sometimes it was really busy. And anyways, uh, moral of the story is boogie boarding was solid, better waves and all that, but the water's like, you know, brown and it's not looking as nice as if you go to the Gulf and it's like, look at that clear blue water. This is great. Um, I can't like, yeah, I think the Carolinas, you know, gets kind of sketchy, yeah. but. Well I, well, I wasn't saying sketchy. I was just saying the water. No, no, no. No offense, <laughs> East Coasters. <laughs> well, the water just isn't, you know, it's not nice and clear, but. They're just sitting there going, yeah, well, at least we got a beach. <laughs> beach. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Yale is in Connecticut. So who knows how the water is a little bit more up north. You Connect, know? I cut. What's the, okay, pop quiz. What is the capital of Connecticut? New Haven. No, I don't know. I don't, I just pulled that out. I was, gonna, I was actually, for a second, I was like, <laughs> damn. I'm trying to run through the, the uh, states and capital songs really quick in my head, but it's been so long. I never did that. I just pure. You know that song though, right? Yeah. From the uh, Animaniacs. Yeah. Yes. I have heard that, but I just. Hartford. Hart- Hartford. 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 Yes, that's, yep, that, Hartford. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Yeah, you hear that, Connecticut? We're, well, we get you. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, the thing is with the, poor Illinois, we've got like, you know, a false flag because everyone wants to say, oh, uh, Illinois, well, that's where Chicago's at. That's got to be. Nope. Sorry. It's just Springfield. It's just some weird, some weird place down south. I don't know. Never yeah. been there. Is um, it kind of boo-foo down there? Why you got to hit Illinois with boo I mean, I've driven to South Illinois. There's nothing going on down there. Yeah, the Garden of the Gods. I mean, that's where you don't there. have any cell service. That was actually one of the scary, not scary, scary, but like we were driving home on a road trip and we <laughs> took this detour there and then we're like, okay, let's put our maps back up. And we had no service. Tom no. went to a local gas station. Is like, do you guys have maps? And the lady just looked at him. <laughs> yeah. She looked at me. She's like, no, we don't got maps. You guys have a physical <laughs> map in this day and age. <laughs> we uh, had when to- <laughs> there's no cell phone towers, you should probably have some maps. Yeah. We weren't sure how to get home. Yeah, so we so wanted like, to buy a map. So to- she literally says to me, all right, uh, go to the end of the road. And then turn right, and then you're going to take that for a mile. Then you're going to see a sign that says this, and then turn left, and then take that. I'm like <laughs> mentally trying to tell. I'm like, you know what? I guess this is the way we die. Yeah, you know, this is it. Yeah, it was pretty woodsy down there, but we like brave soldiers just kept going, and we made it home. Yeah, it was a little. I don't think it was that scary, but. No, it wasn't. that. That's why I said it wasn't really that scary, but. Yeah. You know, when the de- when the device in your pocket that you rely on for almost everything right. is not well, functioning, it it's also a doesn't help that every mm, 10, 15 seconds I'd let out a yelp. 
because I was so scared. <laughs> you know, that probably didn't help the scenario. <laughs> oh, mercy. So, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens with that trip, hopefully. Because, I mean, do you think there's going to be another season or do you think? I mean, I'm really hoping for another season based I, on what I I've am read. I'm on. not. I mean, it sounds like there's still content to adapt from the manga mm-hmm. and sure. the show is doing so well at least, at least i'm assuming it's doing super well considering it's getting a movie three Money seasons talks. and a movie like that's kind of unheard of for anime i feel like sometimes um yeah like you said money talks i think there's they're probably making money off of it so i don't see why they would stop what i would have loved is after the movie after the credits they did a little end of episode and it's like a fast forward in the future just like like a time jump yeah like a takagi moment exactly at the end of the takagi movie i i would have been satisfied just seeing a little bit if it pulled from the source material and just kind of wrapped it up a little bit i mean i'm also happy if they do do a fourth season but i think if they did that i would have been fine i'm fine with not just solely based on the fact of like this was the big hurdle for them they powered through it. We know they're going to be together. Yeah, of course. Do I want like the, oh, let's see them together for a little bit. But it's like, will that technically add anything? No. Like this is a very good just punctuation mark. But I mean, I wouldn't mind. if (laughs) Yeah. I think it would just depend on what kind of content is left to adapt. Mm Because I just don't know what's there. But yeah, I would love to see more of their actual relationships. And if they have any issues that uh, other hurdles to overcome you just hope they don't shit the bed yeah yeah you know, i don't think it's always, always we don't need a uh promise neverland season two issue I, again I, I haven't even i still can't even yeah, believe that that happened because <laughs> yeah i was so stoked that first season's just phenomenal and i remember specifically saying i remember at the townhouse saying this is such a good show i hope it ends right here i'm very content with where it's at but if they do have a second season I'd be happy, but only if they do it well. And then well, this shit happens. They heard you, and then they spat in your mouth and said, <laughs> not today, Swallow Michael. that, bitch. <laughs> they said that, yeah. <laughs> Which is so rude for them to it's say. so rude to all of the viewers out there. I know. Well, that's all right. So, like, because we haven't watched, and we are not talking about Kage right now, but we haven't watched season two of Promise Neverland. It's but not worth it. is it pulling from the, is the source material that bad or is the premise just really weird? So from what I've read, I think they just skipped the, too much. The source material is actually really good and a lot of people were hyped for it. Oh. But so I think so, I read somewhere that they skipped like 50 or 100 chapters just straight up. Oh my God. Which is, I mean. So it's th- like there's, there's, a, and you could, it shows in the, in the show. Like there's some disconnect, like there's a discontinuity. Oh. Where I'm just like, oh, we're here now? Admittedly, though, How it doesn't make sense. Because if someone did approach me and said, hey, we literally have books that will walk you through <laughs> like in all that you have to do. Um, How would you like to proceed? I generally would say, ooh, ew. See that chunk right there that seems to be enjoyed by the fans? Take that out. So I'm actually really surprised that this didn't work out <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud. Um, Huh, so peculiar. Yeah, I, it's one of those things I don't quite understand. It's still very impressive for someone to take a manga and then translate it into an anime. But at the same time, is there are some things, and I'm going to go ahead and give a 
phenomenal example. I love the show so much, and I'm going to bring it up every time I possibly can. No, it wasn't Yu Yu Hakusho. I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, <laughs> but shout out Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm going to say Fire Force. Looking at that manga, gorgeous. The, the aesthetic is exactly the same. It's like the show is such a beautiful homage to that manga that it's like I'm both impressed but also not because it's like, well, look, the manga is it's all you needed. You just do that, but on the moving stuff. Uh, it's not always that simple, obviously, but yeah, crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So never watching season two and I'll just read it wherever yeah. it left off in season one. Yeah. That's probably, I wanted that's probably to. Play. Yeah. I wanted to, but. Oh, mm. I should petition that for our manga book club. Okay. Maybe we do that. That'd be kind of cool. Because right. that was a, I loved that premise of the show. It's so good. It's so sound. Although you did just throw Phil to the wolves <laughs> on our Discord. That poor kid. Listen, I'm farming Kakara just like they farm children. So <laughs> That's true. What a, what a crazy If promise. anything, it was poetic. It, I suppose, yeah, I suppose that's a good way of putting it. Uh, Brings a no, new meaning to eating the wife yeah. who's in the husband. Oh my exactly. gosh. We call the, the, the sub category buffet so yeah, the yeah. Buffet where we're getting rid of stuff funny oh, it did make me you rolling parasite guy makes uh, me want to watch parasite i've wanted to rewatch that it is that one so song good. that hits in, oh my yeah that's if another I ever, one if i ever need to feel like the feels just cue that song up for a bit and isn't it so crazy that's a very low-key show i you know you don't go on to many websites uh, oh some great you know, this anime parasite doesn't generally come up, but it was a absolute joy. And I'm glad that once you watched it, you were on the same page. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. good. It's not just us. Yeah. I need, I'm going to listen to that song once we're done recording. I think I need a refresher. I can't even. Oh, trust me. Okay. You'll know. It hits. You'll feel it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's going to get you right. The old tear ducks. Yeah, because they used it in all the awful spots. Yeah, like every time there's a bad scene that happened or a sad oh, scene gosh. or some kind of yeah. issue happening, that song was going on. Yeah, it's like the Yu Yu Hakusho song. When a, oh, well, what? every song in Yu Yu Hakusho is memorable and gives you the feels for some reason. I'm glad you said it because I didn't think we needed to, but I'm just glad to hear it out loud. I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho is the best show ever, and I'm only one character away from having the full squad. The full squad. I need yeah. that Yusuke. Can you believe Netflix is going to ruin that? <sighs> I can't wait to watch episode one, though, at the very least. I can't wait to watch five minutes of it and be like, oh, shit, man, come on. Maybe that's, maybe that's when we get drunk. <laughs> All right. All right. Find a, like, a drinking game. We got to, like, pick the standards or something. All right. Take a shot every time this show sucks ass. <laughs> it was that day that all three of them died. <laughs> Watch it. Need some paramedics on standby just in case. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, make sure, really pay attention to if we miss a Monday around the release of that show. Uh, we might need a wellness check. Funny. Funny. Isn't that what this episode's for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that filler episode, like we need a break week. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Yeah, that's going to be a very weird feeling. Having a break week and not recording two days before it goes out. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll be able to get used to it, but it's just going to be so foreign. Anyways, um, let's just talk a couple memorable moments from this movie so that the, are you guys still listening? Hello? <laughs> oh, you are? Okay, cool. Sweet. So they are still around. So let's talk a couple moments uh, for the homies. Yeah. A little Kaguya. We're, we're, we're greeted with that very soon into the movie. Is That's the first time we see her, right? No, we've seen little Kaguya before. No. Have oh. we? No, oh. no, no. I'm saying that's the first time in the movie she comes on screen is little Kaguya. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we not seen little Kaguya before? I don't remember seeing maybe little Kaguya. Maybe we've only seen her do you, that voice. You know, she, maybe we've seen her in the council because like Chica was saying that she's only seen little Kaguya like three times previously. Mm. Um, so maybe she existed in Kaguya's head on the, as a council member, but otherwise I don't. Mm. Maybe I'm projecting it's the voice thing when she goes with that voice or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, that voice almost overstayed its welcome, but I think that they handled it very well for someone <laughs> as annoying as I am with not enjoying, like, I don't know. There's something about that voice. I'm like, okay, I've, this I'm pissing me off. I think little Kaguya overstayed its welcome just a little bit. Okay, it was a little okay. drawn out for me. Well, they're all drawn, Danielle. It's <laughs> anime. Oh. <laughs> all right. So anyways, this is the last episode of the I Married We podcast. <laughs> so I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, I just felt like that, that stick was just a little exhausted by the end of it. Um, and But I did like when the president... He's like, I got to communicate with her in some way. And then he's doing it. <laughs> that was one of the funnier moments in the movie that just hits you right from the beginning. Especially yeah. when Miko walks in. Yeah. Like I was dying. And then you <laughs> see the real stitches. them. The animation was done perfect. The tone. And then like when they would do the negative effect and like flip the colors and then do a demonic voice. <laughs> this movie had, I'll tell you what. This movie had that very weird, random energy vibe, but it was done so well that like, like those spastic um, shows that we were watching, the really short ones, it's like that humor. But for some reason, the homies at Kaguya can just slap it. Like that is just it. And I think because we've seen three seasons of that where they do, while it's a clean and beautiful show animation wise, they've there are one of the few shows that have, I think other than Mob Psycho, have perfected that being able to splice in comedy and not have it be too jaunting. It oh, just yeah. works with that scene. Absolutely. Like proper comedic relief, mm-hmm. but not overstaying its welcome and just overtaking the show or changing the vibe of the show. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've actually managed to within, well, within three seasons, that's actually <laughs> stupid, but like. No, I don't know. Within season one, I would even say they just were able to set the tone and give you the barometer of humor. They were able to hit like, look, we will get this silly. We will get this serious. We will do that. So now it's only natural. And now the jokes can hit even harder because, yeah, you're you're not skipping a beat like that demonic voice thing. I'm like, yeah, of course, this is Kaguya. Of course, this is happening right now. It, it, and, and, and again, I don't want to like constantly, because we like the movie so much, I don't want to shit on the Takagi movie because we did do a little bit of that in the episode for it. But like, this is the pure evidence that they really could have done much better with the Takagi movie. You know what I mean? Like, this was about the same runtime-ish, maybe a little bit longer, obviously. 
but this had so much in it that I'm actually like, when we walked, I was like, how did they just cover all of that? Michael, Michael, what do you think? (laughs) I mean, I can't disagree with you. Sure. Um, Objectively, I cannot disagree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Subjectively, Takagi obviously holds such a strong place in my heart that it's hard. Like, I will give it so many passes a lot more than I know it deserves. Sure. Um, But that's just me. But I mean, yeah, I agree that there were some parts that were slow or annoying or weren't as necessary. And then Kage did a much better job of portraying these feelings, these scenes and all that. But I do have to say that since they're in high school, they're more adult, more mature. There's more to that relationship other than these middle middle schoolers who... It's not even, they're like, it's romantic, but not really. Like they both kind of had that feeling, but nothing's really happening. While it's still in, very innocent. Exactly. Sure. While in Kaguya-sama, they both are, have that romantic feelings. It's just trying to portray it like without being, they're too embarrassed. They they have all these mind games that are going on. It's, it's a scary thing for them to break out of it. So while Kaguya definitely did a better job, I think they, they've got more to work with. True. My counterpoint <laughs> would be that with Takagi, we have source material that leads into them dating as adults, which we even see at the end of said Takagi movie. That movie could have progressed them way more than it did instead of just watching them pet a cat for a half hour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I agree that the cat might have been a little... Might have been- been a little overdone it was my biggest my biggest villain from last year i know know. um i didn't think i didn't mind the cat as much as you did because i know you really just did not like that well scene good to know i can absolutely betray you someday michael um (laughs) you know like the fucking cat did (laughs) um but i mean going back to what you were saying that you see them as adults that they have that material i mean but still, like in that present moment, they're still only middle schoolers. Sure, absolutely. There's only so much depth that they would have emotionally towards that. Like, that, yeah, yeah. I've, as they age up, as they get older, then yeah, they explore that ex- relationship, get married, have the kid, great. But do you want them talking about having kids now? <laughs> well, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, time jump. You know, I think it would have been more suited to have what was portrayed in the movie be split up into half of maybe a season, then dedicate a whole movie to half it. Half a season? I'd give them half an episode. How Whoa. many? Are, is it 12? Let or, the cat be a skit. Is it 12 or 24 episodes in Takagi? I think 12. 12 a season. 12. Okay, so I think we could dedicate six to eight episodes. Whoa. Okay, six okay. episodes. Right, no, I agree. You could cut out the cat. The cat should have just been one or two skits. Yeah. But I mean... Thinking back to the movie, though, if it wasn't the cat, it was the walking on the hill. Mm-hmm. It was, did they do a festival in this one again? Yes, because uh, the fireworks and the... No, that was... that, was was that in the season. show? That was in the show. They highlighted it. They showed it a little bit. I don't think they saw fireworks again. I, okay, then uh, I It's think been a while. It has mm. been a while. So, you know what? Well, oh, I didn't come prepared to talk about Takagi today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Anywho, that aside... This just being a masterclass in like, even like the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. Very big fan of that movie, right? Very good. 
Oh, okay. You're shaking your head. No, I was like, okay. No, never sorry. Mind. I was yeah, I, I was reminiscing. Like, oh my god! In how yeah. what a good show. What a great show. What a I need to watch Jujutsu again because those visuals. Season one was so wow. That hey. fight with um Itadori and I can't what's what's the girl's name near the end of the show? Nabara. Nubara, that fight that they have together is like oh, that with is the peak. brothers. Oh, yes. with the brothers. That is yeah. peak fight. You've got Gojo with volcano head. You've got uh, tr- uh, tree eyes versus the whole squad. Besto friendo. Talk about packing it into a season. That's where my like, like that's just it. I understand I'm very spoiled when it comes to the anime, and I'm not, again, I'm not trying to even shit on the Takagi thing because I love Takagi. But it's just like what's going to really slam for me is like when you can. Ha- there is now a proven uh, like it, it's proven that it can be done. There's so many shows coming out that in one season are handling so much shit. Granted, we're talking different genres. I was going to say, like, I mean, what do you expect out Takagi? <laughs> no, no, I'm not even saying <laughs> No, I'm not going, even saying that. Going to war with some other creatures. Wouldn't that actually be kind of sick? I mean, Takagi <laughs> would really mind fuck them. That's for sure. <laughs> We've got to death. Yeah, could you imagine they do like an alien episode? Aliens have come to invade Earth and the Takagi's pulling her shit and they're like, okay, we got to go. This chick is crazy. She knows it's, it's not worth conquering this planet anymore. We'll, we'll find an easier one. <laughs> exactly right. And they've got posters in their ships. Avoid at all costs. Uh... No, but I, it does seem like I'm shit-talking Takagi. I'm not. I love Takagi, hence why. I know. It's just I want to make sure I keep you in line a little bit because I think we're comparing apples to oranges. Keep me earnest, but no. The the amount of events that happen in a show, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm, I'm extending the olive branch to I understand it's a young love thing so they can. there's not as much that they can do, but theoretically... Jujutsu Kaisen is not unique at all at its base core of, hey, guy does this. Now he needs to fight demons. Okay. Training arc, training arc, training arc. Training, training, fighting, training. Yes, the fighting and shit can do that, but there is an entertainment in Takagi. Why is it? Are we just going to name this episode Takagi? (laughs) I'm over it. Anyways, I don't even want to do that anymore. Uh, Second thing I'd like to mention. I like that we we just had so much lead up to that point, and then I'm just ditching it. <laughs> just throwing that shit out like Panera's day old bread. Gone. Uh, the doctor moments oh, were yes. phenomenal oh. in the Kaguya-sama movie. Okay, so has that doctor shown up before? Yes. yes. He okay, is I the did one not who, remember. So Kaguya calls him a schmuck because during her episode where- Or a quack, sorry. <laughs> quack schmuck, you know. <laughs> uh, schmuckers. He's the one who looked at her and basically said, oh, Kaguya, you're just lovesick after she passed out at school, right? Because she had passed out in the, in the yeah, room. So yeah. You, I believe it's the student council office. Yeah. She ends up passing out, gets into the bed. That was a one for one recreation of the same bed it looked like. So that's why that scene hit so much when she is like, oh, oh my gosh. it's him or whatever. And then he goes, you know, I've seen this before. This is you are lovesick because this is what we went through with Kaguya. What season was that? Two, I want to say it was two. Okay, yeah. so that's why, like, my brain, I can yeah. only hold it was so a while much. Ago. But in, in the, there it is too, and I just want to like, mwah. that was just so well done to reach back into that season, recreate something that a true fan will sit there and go, "Oh my gosh!" You know, it's kind of like when we bring this up occasionally. 
That's when Star Wars brings out that fucking dark helmeted, mu- uh, you know, the, the guy with the breathing problem. And then you have to sit there and look at him for fucking 30 seconds as he walks onto the captain on the ship. And all the fans are sitting there boned out. No offense. No. I like Star Wars. It's fine. Oh, anywho. You're funny. No, no. I did like in that doctor moment, though, the nurse, though. Oh, was she just had the advice. And I love that the guy was getting so upset. It's like you like, well, acting like her advice wasn't actual good advice. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) If she would just stop talking so I can give him the good advice, the proper advice. Like, this is how to be a man. And just (laughs) the direction, like the the time that's where, and we've said it probably before, but like. It's the, you can tell true, like the, the people working on the show are truly immersed in what comedy is because it's a lot of comedy is just timing. It's not even necessarily what you're saying, the context of it. It's just, if you have proper comedic timing, cutting to his face shouldn't be that funny, but the, the way they did it, I was... <laughs> I was so smitten. It was one of the funnier. The whole movie is just, uh, it's so funny. God, what a good movie. Yeah. And while I'm sure that scene was cut and paste from the manga, that is something that the directors or whoever's overseeing the creation of the movie or the show, when you're reading it, it's going probably one to be quicker. You're going to lose details and you're just kind of reading the story. Sometimes you can't like get that picture like a movie does and that like whoever's job that is that's a lot of responsibility and to be oh, able yeah. to, to do that is yeah. incredible yeah no i mean it's it's uh i don't know how it is i've never obviously edited um for something as entertaining as anime but like that is the thing that makes or breaks i mean i could tell in college who was shitty at editing and who was good at editing i mean the thing is is What's your pacing? How are you doing it? What's your cut on action? Like editing can definitely obviously be broken down into a formula, but there's just people who have it and who don't when it comes to the timing. There's a difference between a YouTuber and someone who's doing a short film. Uh, Yeah. And Mm. so, so yeah, this, as far as comedy goes, just, it's just it. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. I had to burp. Um, My, one of my favorite moments when Ice Kaguya comes out and she's testing him yeah. to get him to kiss her, I loved the bento scene. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And when she had the little bit of ketchup by her mouth. Yep. And then he just hits And he the fucking deck. KO'd. <laughs> hey, women. Am I right? No. I mean, that was... I'm not... Like, I don't know if erotic is the nice... The uh, appropriate word. But it was very, like... She was laying it on. Oh, yeah. She was. uh, She had the smolder in her eye. I love how they draw the eyes in this show, too. Her eyes are some of the more like those are so iconic. Mm -hmm. So great. Um, What was I going to say about that scene? It will talk about impressive to be able to bring back that many because I forgot the bento is technically similar. There's a lot of things similar to what has happened in the show. But they bring it back in a fresh way. And then we just keep thriving. Yeah. Michael, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I love that scene. Like, I like that she was able to, this time around, 
cleanly get get rid of Chica because in the past Chica's always been like the bane of all of her She's plans. She's a cock block. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time Kaguya comes up with some amazing plan to get uh, the president to ask her out to admit her his feelings to her or whatever, Chica somehow is that random wild card that just shows up and like throws a wrench into everything. I just love that Kaguya doesn't hold back when talking to Chica though. She says <laughs> she has in the past said. <laughs> Some of the most brutal things ever. Season one where she calls her a pig. So sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. Uh, the park scene was adorable. And so yeah, comedy aside, the cute moments of it, obviously the park, the vulnerable points. I, you know, the, if I had to like humble the movie and put where my least favorite thing was, is the amount of times we went back to the internal uh, judge scene or like the what's that called? The court. The yeah. court. The, thank you. Courtroom. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, the courtroom stuff. That's my one where I'm like, okay, that was probably some of and my least favorite. I had a feeling that that was going to be one of like your pain points. Mm. I personally kind of like it because it also reminds me of villainous. No, and I love the concept. I, like, I loved when villainous did that. Like, I don't know, the, the different voices, the different personalities, like, that really drew me in. I could see why, like, maybe in this movie it was a little too much, like, too often. Sure. I personally like it, though, so I didn't have any issues. Yeah, I love the concept. I loved it in Villainous. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I know for stuff like that, you tend to get over it quicker. Sure. Depending on what it is. Like, you're like, oh, I know this is good, and now it's, I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. Well, it's just like, you know. Well, I can agree that it was done well and it, it obviously aided in the story. Those just felt the most like filler because there's there's using that as a storytelling device and then there's staying in it too long where it's like, I've heard her arguing with herself. I understand that's what's going on in her brain. I'm seeing it enough. Just the fact her being ice. I don't really need this. Uh but again, that just goes to show how how well done it was, especially for, and again, this is, I know it's very biased. All three of us are very big fans of this show, but how well the movie was done, that that's kind of the biggest pain point for me, I think. Other than that, it was, other than that, and then the annoying people in the theater, per usual. I don't think they were actually as bad no, as no. they have been. The Takagi movie audience was a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. We had Giggles McGee and Giggles McGee too with Young Girl. (laughs) Uh, But I don't want to stray too far from the court. Um, I can't give a good judgment if it was too much or not, like what you had. Judgment. Yes. Nice. But um, what I thought was one of the best moments from that was when Ice Kagia was kind of, you know, the president's gotten ill. And he's, you know, in that recovery room, whatever. Yeah. And she's fighting with herself. And she's like, I need you to take over to little Kaguya. And they all like all the different personas. And I thought it was really sweet. Like, we can do that. But like, you know, we all want the same thing for him to kiss her, basically. Yeah. Like, just because you want that doesn't mean like we all don't want that. and would like make our hearts break. Like if you were to do that, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. So cute. Because, yeah, like every part of her, like every persona in her wants that. It's not just Ice Kaguya. Yeah. And I just thought like, 
that was just a really cute moment yeah. of like her coming to terms with what's happening. It's it's a beautiful way to showcase obviously someone at war with themselves. Like it's it's great. And I think that along with the kind of when Ice is ready to like Ice Kagi is like ready to give up. And she's saying, all right, you know what? You get back out there, baby Kaguya. He loves you. Like everyone likes you. Let's get you back out there. And like, no, he's going to like you for you. So you just keep doing what you're doing. It's like, yeah, it's just such a good moment. So no, the, even though it was one of my least favorite parts of the movie, it was still some of the best parts of the movie. It's a very, it's, it's a weird feeling. Like at the beginning, there was a lot of the court part that maybe it could have been condensed a bit. Sure. But yeah, towards the end that you... They, I don't think they devoted too much time to it. Like it was very well done, very deliberately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now the, the gift that president, and I'm going to jump. Sure. Out of the gift that president <laughs> got her. Is it what you expected? Uh, Who the fuck is going to expect a wooden <laughs> that ball I game? didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. I also was a little taken aback. Like I thought it would be something like where he overthought maybe. And like, oh, he it, overthought all right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So because he bought the uh, handkerchief for the white elephant, whatever mm-hmm. gift. Um, so I thought it would be something along those lines, like a pen, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like a fancy pen, like a pound pen or like something not dumb, but like generic, basic like that. Like or like, uh, you know, you think of a Japanese touristy kind of gift shop like a daruma or something like here plan your year here you go the i didn't even know you could still find that wooden (laughs) ball game it's probably quality though it's made out of wood hey i mean she had mentioned that the the cloth that it was um that was in the box was of of high quality that this is fancy and whatever so like yeah it's apparently a a well-made toy but and i love that she put that in her hair yes to tie up her hair which i was laying in bed after the movie and i was like how the fuck is she putting her hair up like that you know i'm gonna need well the thing is i mean the perks of not even being a real person (laughs) like they can do anything it's crazy yeah anime hair is always on fleek yeah hair Anyways, <laughs> I'm glad you guys can talk about it, though. That took me a moment. <laughs> but I got it. Yeah, I think, and it's, I, I do like when people, of course, obviously there's self-deprecation, how I, you know, do with that type of joke. Uh, we were in a meeting at work. I like when people can meet, like, in a halfway point where, like, they're fine to make a little bit of a joke as long as it's not, like, too crazy. And then not continue to repeat it. But there was a pretty funny moment where like they were all talking about in the meeting. They were all talking about we were kind of starting to get to a more chill vibe. And they were talking about something about hair. And then I think it was. What was that? Sorry, I had to get my cable for my computer. That's all right. Sheesh. Sorry. Push it to the limit. Uh, but one of them mentioned hair or whatever. And then someone on it, there was like a second of silence. Someone like. Oh, is that, or, and just like mentioned me at something. It was just so well done. I was like, see, that's how you handle the hair joke. <laughs> the most, that buildup was for nothing because I just gave you not even what was said. So I'm going to go ahead and apologize. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
even more, what does have a point is the fact that there's a board game sitting on our kitchen table right now that we paused to come do this recording. <laughs> and I, I too, I am with Michael. I don't know if you're going to make it, Danielle. I don't know. It's getting kind of late. It is. Kingsburg is the name of this board game, by the way. If anyone's interested in board games, Kingsburg is a pretty damn fun game. Yeah. Very happy with it. The way we had it described to us from the guy at the game shop, what did he say? It's like Catan meets something, I thought is what he said. I don't know what he said exactly. But you were Whatever he said sold me on it. Yeah. It was an instant purchase. They need to print whatever he said on the box because that was, it didn't take you three seconds. He I mean, I had a different game in my hand and he's like, oh, I forgot. I I just got this game in. He's like, oh, uh. Well, what's it about? And he explains it to me. I'm like, oh yeah, no, 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 this is the one done. Yeah. I put down the one I had in my hand about to pay for and took that one instead. Yeah. The maker of that game is pissed. <laughs> Oi. Oh. oh. Throw a bubble. I wonder if that came through. Um there there was one point though, and I I feel like the energy is getting low, so we can wrap this up soon. Sure, but sure. But I felt so bad for the president in the movie because I feel like he got the short end of the stick a lot. He gets cranky Kaguya right when she wakes up, and he's like, he wants to talk to her already, and yeah. then you know he can't talk to her because she's a little Kaguya, and then she takes a nap, and then she's cranky, and then he's getting mixed messages from her, and then he feels like he can't be himself. And I think that's the hard part for him right now because, like, he's not had this experience before and he's already all, has all this anxiety, all this nervousness about talking to her. And he has all this planning. And, like you said, uh, little Kaguya comes in. Well, you can't talk to her like this. Cranky Kaguya shows up. How am I supposed to talk to her about this? Now she's being acting very differently. Like, Ice Kaguya comes out and he hasn't seen that before, or at yeah. least not in a long time. He's like, well, how the hell do I deal with this now? And then she's being that coy personality of like trying to give those signals without being direct because she wants him to make the move. But he he's with those mixed messages, doesn't know, is this the right move? Is this what she really wants? Like he was already in his head about, oh, it's just more, sorry. He's already in his head thinking like, oh, what if Kaga is saying, Oh, it's just a kiss. It's not a big deal, right? And you're making a big deal about it. And because to him it was. And so he had that fear. And then Kaguya realizes those fears when she says, Oh, it's just a kiss. Well, you're not infatuated with me because of that one kiss, right? Like that's what girls do. Like if I'm in the mood, then I'll kiss anyone, right? So he already pre-planned some of these fears. They come to fruition. Is now he's not sure how to approach. So like I really feel bad for him in that moment. Oh, like, yeah. How how do you recover from that? How do you move on? Well, and to the point of like the stuff she was saying, living up, she was cold as a mother. It was brutal. That shit, yeah. At that point, I'm like, okay, Kaguya, let's let's reel it back. Okay, I know we're being ice right now, but I'm surprised. Like his, he didn't have emotional damage. Like that was rough. Yeah, it was the the it was just a kiss thing. That should have just absolutely demolished the guy. Honestly, I was kind of worried about is how his feelings towards her would change. Like he might just be like, hey, you're completely different than the person that I know. Like you're not the person that I fell in love with or that I've got all these romantic interests in. 
Like I was scared that that was going to happen. He's just going to walk away. Like, hold up. Something's wrong here. I don't like this anymore. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. I mean, it helps that he had seen her like that before. I mean, they kind of go into that like, oh, it's just like, but then you find out that that's kind of what he liked about her was that he saw that she was shutting people out. So yeah, the reasoning behind it. Just yeah. we, at, at that moment, we didn't have that backstory. It wasn't until the end where he's like, no, no, no. I liked you when you were ice because I could see that you weren't being mean, just being mean. You were being you were standoffish doing it to, to protect. Yeah, protect other people and protect yourself. Um, and that he appreciated that. But like at the time, we didn't have that backstory. I'm like, oh, no. What, what's going to happen now? Because like if I was in that situation and I had these feelings for this girl who is now acting completely different, like, hold up. Bye, schizo. The, yeah, <laughs> is this the same person? Um, yeah. Kaicho, kaicho. Kaicho, kaicho. Tom and I do like randomly sometimes just say that to each other because it's just so cute. Dude, kaicho. Which I would love to find the actual translation. Is it kaicho? I don't even know what it is. I'd better get back to Duolingo. <laughs> Isn't that just president? No. I don't know. I haven't ever looked it up. I don't know if I the don't pronunciation. Think it's I think it's like student count. Oh, it's not very like, specific. Yeah. Like for the United States, like it's not the president sure, versus sure, sure. the president well, of yeah. company versus president of mm. like, I think there's different levels of presidency ah. and that they, in Japanese, they can express it differently. Mm. I'm no expert though, so. <laughs> Kaichosi. Yeah. Kaichosi. <laughs> so good. Uh, all in all, truly a, a sight to behold this movie. As you were kind of saying, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to let the hostages go. This has been a joy. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on this episode, obviously. Thanks for letting me uh, third wheel on your Valentine's Day dates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, anytime. I think dude. it would have been a crime if you weren't. I don't think we could have done it. No. No. The Kaguya king himself was has been tradition for us, so. Yeah. Technically, I, any anime movie, we're hitting you up, but. Yeah, pretty much. And if it's definitely Kaguya or Takagi, it's like, yes. The only disappointment was the the panic trying to get the tickets very last minute. Oh, I know. And we were like, Michael, how the fuck did you let this slip through? You yeah, are like the not, king. We- <laughs> not my shining moment. I just sat there um, in the rain and I looked at him. I said, I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> I leaned on you when you threw me to the dirt. Oh, mercy. 10 out of 10. Still. All right. I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 because I want to, obviously. This is. It's not you, you hawkish show. (laughs) Okay. But the comment that I, that I said to these two gentlemen was, as we were leaving the theater upon the end credits was my love tank is full. That is how I felt. I just was riding this high of just emotions and I just felt everything to my core in the best of ways. And yeah. And then the next day you wake up and you realize you can't watch it again. So it's like that sadness, but we will be owning this a hundred percent in totality. We will be owning everything. This has done exactly what it was supposed to. We're going to now own the show. We're going to probably end up sinking three fifty into this shit because of the way they price stuff now. But, <laughs> uh, and again, like, like we said earlier, money talks. Money talks. Four. Hey, you know what? If it funds that, I guess. Yeah. You know, Crazy. 
Crazy, crazy. Yeah, no. I left the movie feeling very contentious with a stupid smile on my face, just feeling giddy, like, just like that content happiness. Yeah, well, in the fact that the movie is always playing at like 7.30, we get out at what, 9.30, 9, something like that, and us old motherfuckers here, we were like, you know, with a movie that late, I'm going to be so tired driving home. No, the energy level after that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was no, yeah, Uh, it was great. We both had a drive back, and we just spent the entire drive home talking about the movie. <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> we were just that excited to yeah. talk about it. Just saying, like, man, okay, we got to remember this. We got to remember this. And then, well, we kind of remember some stuff. So I think this was a success. I think there's just so much that happens, which I don't want to make this a Midwestern goodbye, but you will. I've read some negative comments about how the breaks make it feel like it's not a movie, like it's just a bunch of skits. But I think it perfectly mirrors what you see in the show where they have those breaks with like who wins and yeah, that with the bumpers and what fight or whatever. Yeah, the bumpers. Um, and I think it just perfectly kind of segments the movie because it's not something that I mean, I'm sure you could if you take it out, it would probably still flow. But I, I thought it was a nice breaker for like the different sections. I do wish we saw a little bit of the other characters, though. I know you had. Michael, some comments about. Yes, I did want to comment. I am happy. Not, I have nothing against Chica. I want to set the record straight. I do like Chica, but I think sometimes she does take a little too much of the show. Sure. A little too much uh, prevalence. There was I'm a happy particular. That she, was very, she wasn't really part of the show too much. Yes. Part of the movie that much. There was a particular season I think we were discussing at one point. I was like, Okay, I love Chica, but what the like, shit is going on come here? On, like, I'm kind of well, sick of seeing her. I want to see Kaguya and uh, yep. Shiragane. Like, I don't need Chica everywhere. It was the right amount of everyone. I, oh, no? Who did you want to no, see no, more of? It is the right amount of everyone for the movie. Because, yes, I'm very happy that it was focused on the two of them and that we saw all that. Part of me wants to see more of Ishigami, though, because he's just such a Obviously. dope character. Like. Mm-hmm. I understand, and I'm, it makes sense, and I'm happy that he wasn't as prevalent in the movie, but part of me is also like, well, I mean, as long as we get a season four with some development for Ishigami, then great. Otherwise, if not, then I would have liked a little bit more in the movie. I don't know. Sure. Well, and I did comment when we were talking post-movie in the car that there's a scene with Ishigami and Tsubame mm-hmm. at her party, and it looks like they're in her room. And I was like, that was just like a, it was a flash on the screen and that was it. Yeah. It showed him showing up to the party and doing like the cheers or of the Christmas Eve party. But like you, you get that little blurb of them two together somewhat alone, but nothing else. And I'm like, okay, what was this? You shouldn't have put it in there because now I have question marks. (laughs) Unless it's a teaser for season four and then I'm okay with it. Yeah. But yeah, I brought it. That got brought up. I'm like, so we're just not going to talk about this. We're just going to put this in here and just, that's it. Come on. You know, they, uh, they couldn't fit it all in there, unfortunately. No. But. And you are a more of an Ishigami and Eno ship. Yes. I yeah. think Tsubami's cute, but I, I think Eno is just really cute. I think I, you see all that hatred, but like, I, I like that you can kind of see some development I think in the movie you see that Eno's kind of becoming more open to him. Mm-hmm. Like she was trying to make that concession to him with that the magazine. 
like giving him mm-hmm. that option out and he just chose not to take it and then she got pissed off which i thought i thought that was a funny scene but when they're talking about the christmas party of like oh you're inviting me to a christmas party that means something special is going on yeah and both uh ishigami and Eno were shocked because they both had that idea and so so the fact that Eno got shocked is like oh this girl's interested in him and i think she's getting some of that mm. jealousy so i liked all these little tidbits that were thrown into the movie I just would like to see some more development. Mm-hmm. I, I, which I guess manga time eventually. I yeah, I was I'm gonna just, say I just haven't been reading. They need to make an omnibus. An omnibus. Yeah. Omnibus. An omnibus is cool too. <laughs> Sounds like a character from. Uh, just don't make it Transformers. Dracoon. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well said. I think obviously, you know. Space is limited in a movie. I think they jam-packed it with everything, as we had kind of mentioned. But uh, And so, yeah, keeping the focus on the two of them was definitely the priority. Yeah, I mean, Kaguya happens to have her uh, her name in the title, so I guess she gets <laughs> a little bit more attention. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so a little bit of Midwestern. We were starting the old intro, but that's okay. Or the outro. <laughs> yeah, definitely time to go. Uh, that being said, wow, have you made it to this point? Then you have got to be a great friend of the show. Uh, can't thank you enough for all the support. Continue to uh, just spread the word about us if you can. Follow us on the old social, as we had mentioned, and join that Discord. Uh, if you made it to this point, you're already in there, probably. So uh, that's it. So uh, massive fan of you, if I had to say so. And I hope that you're a fan of us and Michael, of course. And uh, we'll just have to catch you on the flipper. And that's it. Okay, that's, yeah, that's it. All right, Daniel, send him out. Bye, guys.